On the Wake Up Radio presents The Hour. You must remember, the enemy has only images and illusions. Behind which he hides his true motives. Destroy the image and it will break the enemy. The it that you refer to is a powerful weapon. What is time? The story we tell ourselves. And every story needs a beginning. Your imagined suffering makes you lifelike. Lifelike, but not alive. Pain only exists in the mind. It's always imagined. So what's the difference between my pain and yours? Between you and me? To find a solution to a problem with answer, you already know. The hour. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? This is The Hour with Cindy Ashby. And we have a beautiful, beautiful guest. You know, I'll let her introduce herself and tell us who you are. Yeah. Hello, everyone. My name is Dorothy Morgan. And um, I'm a graduate of University of Memphis. Uh, with a Bachelor of Science degree in uh, psychology. I have a, a passion for advocating for children and families. And um, I've been doing this for over 15 years. Tell, tell me what it was like growing up for you. Well, um, I come from a family. Uh, my mother had 10 children, my mother and father. We, I, I lived with my mother and my father, and it was 10 of us. So my mother, she always believed in family sticking together. So we didn't, we had friends, but we couldn't see our friends all the time because she said we were our friend, each other's friend. And so um, it was, it was really nice and good uh, growing up in, in our home. We got to learn how to care for each other, how to love each other. Uh, things that I thought everybody else had until I, you know, got into the community to find out, hey, that was kind of rare. It wasn't the norm. So it was it was good. I didn't think so when I was growing up because my parents was, you know, really strict. They kept us in church. They always were teaching us about the world and how you're supposed to act and what you're supposed to, you know, do and not do. So I didn't think it was that good until I became an adult. Now tell me about your organization. Community Outreach Mentoring Services is the name of the organization. Our acronyms is Come Serve. And, and, and I like to say that because when I meet people, I like to tell them, come on over here and serve. You know, I want that to be an impact to people as to what we want you to do. We want you to come and serve because there's so many opportunities that's in the community where people can give. Everybody got something to bring to the table. They may not know it, but they do. And that's why, um, that's how we um, actually started doing this organization. We, we care about family. Family is the, is the root of the community and we wanna build better communities. Beautiful. Miss Morgan, what is your mission in life? My mission is to bring families closer to each other. Um, as I uh, got into the community to start working, I, I noticed that 
what I, like I said, what I thought was normal wasn't normal. A lot of uh, families, especially uh, young women without um, husbands, single women, they don't have a good support system. And growing up, we had a great support system. Like I said, um, I have six sisters and and I, I, I deem myself to be so blessed because the things that I needed, somebody in that community could help me with. And that's what I want my mission to be, to show people how you can help other people, how you can't do it alone. And I want them to, you know, be able to come out and work with each other and, and show that love that communities used to show. Who inspires you? My mother did. My mother was my greatest inspiration. She was a very simple woman, but she had morals. She was hardworking. She never uh, gave up on, on us. She always told us, no matter what, you still my children. And I love you. She, uh, she made all of us very comfortable and assured that we were loved. And like I said, a lot of things I took for granted because I thought everybody was getting the same thing we were getting in the community. But, you know, when I, she always helped us to see things through a, a better light. You know, she was never the negative type that would, um, you know, always bring out the negative. If there was a negative, she going to show you how it can be a positive. She, she was just a phenomenal woman, in my opinion. And um, she just, you know, she had 10 children. She didn't get no more than the third grade, but she, all her children graduated. That, that was her uh, mission to make sure that everybody graduated high school. And then, you know, a lot of us went on to college and there's very few of that did it. But she was, she was uh, always talking about education. She was just a phenomenal woman. I mean, she, when I say she was good, she was very good. And she inspired me because she always, she was the oldest in her family and she always helped people. You know, I, I have so many fun memories of her because, you know, she was a spiritual woman, you know, uh, and she was always, um, if we had something, she would always share it with the people in the neighborhood who didn't have it. And she would always tell us how we have to help the someone who doesn't have and I don't know like I said she was just a phenomenal woman now what made you come up with a community youth reach mentoring what was it an idea that just popped in your head was it the experience of you your mother always saying help was it you know you you wake up and you go eureka was it that moment for you or was it just with time you saw that children and parents, right? Because you do help children as well as parents. So I'd like you to tell me how you came about this, this beautiful idea. Well, I came about it in that, like I was saying before, um, I have six sisters and I have a good, great support. We are a great support system to each other. And if one, you know, if one sister could not meet a need, I could always go to another sister. You know, especially when you have um, family issues or personal issues, whereas you, I would start to talk to one of my sisters about it and she wouldn't understand. Then I'd go to the next sister and she, and she gave me the affirmation that I needed. And when I started seeing that, how each one of them contribute to my life, 
then I thought about it because I was um, I, I, I used to own a daycare and there was a lot of parents that came in and uh, these was a lot of, of um, single mothers and they just did not have that um, support system. And, I, and that's when I thought about my support system. I said, wow, when my sisters had children, we all pitched in to help. You know, even if they wanted to have a, 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 a Mother's Day out, and they want to go out with their friends, they didn't have to worry about a babysitter or leave their children at home or whatever, because they knew that one of us would step in so that they can at least get some time to themselves. So when I thought about that, I thought about, hey, wouldn't it be nice if we had a community of women who could help each other? Because everybody don't want to go out at the same time. Everybody don't, um, you know, need someone to talk to, you know. So I, that's why I tell everybody that you have something to bring to the table. Everybody does. Now, my question for you is, being that you're, you're always helping others, right? You're always there for others because this is part of your nature. Who has been there for you? Like, what's the biggest challenges you've had to face? Well, the biggest challenge I had to face is when I got a divorce. That was very hard for me. But you know what? Like I said, my support system was right there. Certain parts, you know, I had a sister who always watched my children while I work. I had a sister who I can call and, and, and um, you know, just you know, bounce things off of her. I had sisters who stepped in and helped me pay bills. I mean, when I tell you that I had a great support system through the hardest part of my life, I really did. And so, I mean, and this is, is how community was outreach was really born because when I saw that, because like I said, at first I was just taking it for granted that I had this. But then when I saw how each one contributed, but it was different in different ways, and that's why, you know, I keep saying everybody has something to bring because I want people to know the experiences that you have. It's something, it's another woman right down the street who probably went through the same thing. She needs an answer. Well, you may have an answer and I may not. So, I mean, I just want people to be able to rely on their communities because at the end of the day, that's all we have is our communities and our children, you know, when they're being raised into the community, well, who who they have, you know, is the community gonna gonna help, you know, give them advice? Cause, because there are certain things that you just don't want to talk to certain people about. But if they're, you know, but if everybody in the community love and respect you, you'll find somebody. That part. Now, tell them where to find you. Your your website, your your social medias. Is there a number? Is there an email? We'll put it in the description, but you tell them where to find you. Okay. Um, we are Come Serve Community Outreach Mentoring Services. That's our web page. Our uh, Facebook page is Community Outreach Mentoring. Our uh, phone number, if someone wanted to call us, is 901-504-4045. Um, and, and that is also in our web on our web page. Now, do you have any regrets in life? Well, I do. I, I have a lot of, uh, well, I have some, you know, because I used to be kind of quiet. I I am a psychology major. And um, when I got into psychology, I didn't want, you know, because all my life I was growing up hearing my friends' problems. 
and I never, uh, and so I did not really, after I got my psychology degree, I really didn't want to do that. I thought about it and I was like, well, I don't want to keep listening to people's concerns, issues. But my biggest regret is running away from that because I could have been doing this a lot longer. Now, what is the legacy you would like to leave behind? The legacy I would like to leave behind is for um, women, especially women, men too, because I know men have issues and concerns too. But I, I really would like to see single women um, being able to raise their children and to be able to um, uh, help them, you know, because everybody thinking that, okay, I got to go to work and all this is good. I believe in working. But I want people to know that your family is number one, that no matter what you do, you know, uh, a lot of people like working too much. And I think that you, you're you going to have to spend some time in your family. If I can get that to over to the community, how important your presence is to your children, I think I would have done great. You're still going. You're, you're still going. Now, do, do you have any projects coming up? Uh, I remember you sending me a fly. I want you to tell me about that. We're going to actually uh, edit that in the show so people know about it. I would love for you to promote it because I feel like it's such a big deal. Yes, ma'am. Uh, we're doing moving, like my shirt said, move with heart. Uh, February is heart month. And it is so important that our community, especially our community, know about heart attacks and how to have a healthy heart. Um, my mother, uh, that was one of the things that she died with, a heart attack. And when I start to, um, when I start to actually um, researching it, I found out that over 50% of our community don't even know one sign of a heart attack. So with that being said, I felt like we needed to make our community more aware of heart attacks, how to be healthy, the signs and symptoms of it, because people don't have to die of heart attacks. They don't have to have bad hearts. They can do things now to make their heart stronger. And moving is one of those things. Dieting is one of those things. And so that's why we, we bring in um, professionals who know about this and um, let them talk to our community. If they have any questions about it, they can talk to them about it. They can ask their questions so that they can learn more. And, um, you know, and I hope that the number of heart attacks in our community, especially, will go down. That's my goal. How can anyone be a part of that? Who do they reach out to? Do they reach out to you? Well, on my flyer, which um, Cindy is going to put in the uh, in the link, it has our Zoom meeting. Um, it's going to be um, on the 19th of February at, at 1 o'clock. It's going to start at 1 o'clock Central Time. So you can dial in. You can um, call. Just, you know, or you can just, you know, come on in, you know, with, you know, visually or whatever. <laughs> but that's a way of getting into the link. And we're inviting everybody and anybody to come out because I think this is going to be great. This is our second annual uh, Move With Heart um, 
campaign and and we got some dynamic speakers who's going to come out and explain things to you that you never really thought about and how um you know how things affect your heart uh last year when we did it um one of uh, the nurse uh, practitioners she was talking about how having healthy teeth affects your gum well that's something that we probably never would have thought about but i just you know we want people to come out and just listen and and see to see exactly how they can make their lives better i love it i love it here we like to play something called rapid fire i hope you're ready <laughs> i hope you're ready uh mm -hmm. insurance or money under the mattress insurance tv or music music meat or vegetables vegetables holidays or birthdays birthdays dine out or cook in cook in you got a favorite meal my favorite meal is uh salmon um i like to you know have grilled salmon with asparagus i'm coming over uh <laughs> favorite do you have a favorite song or favorite music favorite genre of music well um this is one song that i really like and i like to to um uh, play it with uh that's one of my theme songs you were born to win and uh because i want the children i want people who come in to know that you're not just here just to be here but you are you're a winner you are a winner you were born to win if you're not winning it's because you decided not to how about a favorite documentary when's the last time you watched a good documentary well i watched a documentary on um I uh I think they was doing I am a man where where they went came to Memphis, my hometown, <laughs> and they talked about um Martin Luther King and the things that he was doing and you know it was it was I mean they took it from beginning to end and I I, I really was it was that was very educational. Superpowers you wish you had. The power to read minds. <laughs> If you had to come back to this place again and you could and you had to be anything, would it be a tree, a mountain, a volcano, or an animal? A tree, a mountain, a volcano, animal. A tree. Do you have a favorite color? Blue. Do you have a favorite hobby? Um, I like to read and I like to talk. Did you have a favorite show as a child? Yeah, I used to uh, like uh, Good Times and The Jefferson. <laughs> now, to date, is there a, a, a certain accomplishment or collaboration you did with someone that you are just like really geeked up about? Uh, is there an accomplishment that's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. This is amazing. Well, yeah. Um, in 2018, we did a summer food program, and it was it was new to us, and we fed over 180 children for five days a week for three months, and we were able to get the kids to come in, and we taught them a lot, you know, and we got to know each other, and 
Wow, it was amazing. That is amazing. You're doing better than Big Daddy, aka the government. They're <laughs> handing out crack pipes, and you're you're feeding the children. You see what's going yeah. on here, people. Uh, let them know where to find you, your donation towards your organization, uh, website, numbers. Let us know. Facebook page is, is uh, Come Serve Community Outreach Mentoring. For our web page is Community Outreach Mentoring Services. We do have a cash app, which is um, dollar sign Come Serve, if anybody want to donate. Um, I think that's it. Well, we're going to put all the descriptions. Uh, we're we're going to put all that in the description so mm -hmm. that way while you're listening to this, whether it's on iHeartRadio or Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or OTW Tube or wherever we decide to put this, um, you'll be able to sort of listen and click on those things and make those love donations, right? Because if you're feeding children, then... This is just like so amazing. I'm not finished with rapid fire yet. Beach or pool? Beach. Action or comedy? Action. Shower or bath? Shower. Love or money? Love. Love or respect? Respect. Reading or watching TV? <laughs> Reading. Sunrise or moonlight? Oh, that's a hard one. Um, moonlight. A friendship forever or a love of your life short-lived? Oh, um, friendship forever. A pet peeve you have? <sighs> um, my pet peeve is that um, um, I can't, I don't like when people are selfish. I'm with you on that one, sister. A fear you wish you could vanquish from humanity. Snakes. <laughs> you step into a time portal. What year would it be? And would you save anyone or change anything or just be an observer? What year? Um, to 1992. And... I would, um, I guess I would save all the people who um, I was in my freshman class. <laughs> now, what would you tell yourself as a little girl or a teen if you could time travel back to yourself? Well, what I would tell myself is to be assured, be very confident in the things that you want to do. Don't let anyone talk you out of it. And, uh, and I would tell myself in, uh, from the very beginning not to even discuss it with other people until I do it. And what do you desire for your legacy? Speak it into existence from your lips to God ears. <laughs> I want to be the change that I want to see. I actually want to change. Uh, uh, that's what I'm trying to be, the change that I want to see. I thank you for playing Rapid Fire. <laughs> that was beautiful. Now, what I wanted to ask you is, what's the hardest lesson of all your life on this planet that you have learned that you would like to relate to others? The hardest lesson that I learned uh, not to depend on people 
and the lesson that I've learned is not to put everybody in your equation because if you do, you'll get let down. But if you plan out what you want to do and just do it, because when you start putting other people in your equation, then they don't normally pan out the way you want. And I will also, uh, um, the, the, the best lesson that I've really learned is to pray before I even start and to get that direction from God and then move forward. No, no matter what else anybody says, I know that I'm on the right path and I can reach my goal. Now I wanna, I wanna talk more about your organization. Uh, one of the questions I had for you was basically, I want you to give advice to the parents seeking guidance with their children. Well, um, we have uh, our organization, we have parenting classes. If you know that's not one of your strong suit, there's nothing wrong with getting help. There's nothing wrong with asking someone, hey, I need help in this area. Can you help me? It, you know, sometimes uh, uh, they made it, uh, our community made it so hard for us to ask for help because people feel like when I'm asking for help, then, you know, they that makes me feel like I'm inferior. No, you're not inferior. You can ask for help. And once you get the help, you can be a better parent. Um, there are so many things that has changed, but it's still the same, you know, when, when in the parenting uh, arena. Because, you know, there's other ways that you can discipline children, but children need discipline. There's other ways that you can, um, you know, get things across to the children. They need that. And sometimes we don't know how because we never had it modeled properly before us. So we're just doing what we were modeled. But I, I just want people to know there's help out here. It's help. And you should ask for help. There's nothing wrong with it, asking for help. You know, especially when you know that you're not, that, that you're just failing. You know, you shouldn't have to fail alone. You can get help. Now, I'm going to ask you what I, you know, this is a bit off topic of the questions that you got, but we're flowing here. Do you feel like we failed our children or that we're failing the children? I do. Because a lot of kids um, um, get things and not their parents. Because a lot of people are buying their children things. They're working too much overtime because in, in order being away from home. And the children really need you. you you're who the child needs. And when you're not, uh, uh, I, uh, a lot of my friends, they always say, I want to give my children uh, what I didn't have because we all grew up in humble beginnings. But I see that it's necessary to give our children what I did have. And that's the love and attention. Somebody building up your uh, confidence and your self-esteem and, and those are things that video games cannot do. There's things that music are not doing. There, nothing can replace the parent. I wanted to say to you that uh, I think what you're doing is absolutely phenomenal. And more people need to know about your uh, organization. So I'd love for you to tell them how to reach out to you, what your website is. My website is Community Outreach Mentoring Services. My Facebook page is comserve slash 
community outreach mentoring. Now, are there any testimonials you'd like to share with us as far as having parents come through your door, children come, you know, they come in one way, but man, by the time you finish with them, I know they come out another way. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, you know what? I just had one, uh, a family. Uh, I was, um, when was this? In October, I was uh, inviting them to another uh, awareness that we were doing. And the young man, when I got him, he was in the kindergarten. When I tell you he was a handful, this was the only kindergarten that I know that got that got expelled from school. He couldn't even go to that school anymore. So I uh, I work with him. Me and my staff we work with him, and you know, and he was his mom was just she said I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. But we work with both of them, the whole family. As a matter of fact, we work with them, and you know, we took them to church. We helped them with homework. We, you know, just gave them support in a lot of different areas. And now he told me, he said, um, Miss Morgan, I'm so glad. He said, I'm so glad we met you. Now he has graduated high school. He's in college and he's working um, for Amazon as a supervisor. And, and he told me, he said, I could have never done none of this if you had not been around. And that just made me feel so good to know that we helped him because like I say, he was very challenging. You have been doing this like Jesus has been walking in sandals forever. You went from yes. kindergarten to the man is a grown man. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my God. He always used to say he wanted to be a teacher. Well, guess what? Now he's in school to be a teacher. And I told him, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> wow, that is a beautiful testimonial. Um, I did want to ask you, though, were there moments where you felt like you couldn't go on? Or, you know, a lot of times as an empath, someone who is kind and giving, a lot of times people's stresses lay upon our shoulders. You know, we take the the heartache. We take take all that on. Were there moments like that working with these children and these parents? Because now they're bringing you issues that you know nothing about. You get you have to correct them, but it's not like you correcting them. They have to take accountability for themselves. So how how do you work that out? So you're not stressed. You're not bringing it home to your family. Well, that was very difficult because at first, you know, and that's one of the reasons why I did not want to go into this field after I even got my degree in the field is because it was wearing heavily on me. Um, I found myself being more worried about other people than myself, you know, and then one day I just, it just dawned on me. I don't have problems. I have everybody else's problems. So I kind of went away from this for a while, but then when I prayed about it, and God, he really touched my heart to, to, for me to know that this is the direction he wanted me to go and that in this direction, he was going to lead me on how to do it. And so it took, uh, it took a while to learn how to hear it, but don't internalize it because you can only do what you can do. And when I learned that, that I can only do what I can do, it made a big impact on it. And so I was able to relate to the people what I wanted them to know or what God gave me to give them. And then I can move on. If they accept it, it benefited them. If they didn't, 
Then they had to go back through this cycle. Like I got told them, there's a cycle we go through. We don't have to keep going through different cycles, but if you choose to go through, and I wanted them to know that life are filled with choices. And if you choose to keep doing this, you're going to choose to keep getting the same answer. So that, that helped me a lot. And so I had to choose too, not to worry, to go on. Once I told them and showed them and, and everything supported them, then life, it got better after that. Wow. Well, being that you've been doing this for a while, I wanted to ask you, how did 2020's debacle of the quarantine affect your organization? Was it for the better? Was it like the worst thing that could have happened for you, to you? Or were you able to find a way around these uh, constricted, <laughs> suffocating battles that they impeded on us? Well, it was challenging at first, and it, it pretty much shut us down because, you know, we're hands-on. We're in the community. We're out there with them. We're helping them um, in, a, in a lot of different areas, you know, aspect of their lives. You know, uh, we give block parties in the summertime so that we can bring the community together so that people can know that you can have fun without having a lot of chaos. We like we, like I said, we fed the children. We there was a lot of things that we was out there in the community doing. We bring people in to speak to to the children. Well, that cut all that out when 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 um COVID came. So we had to find a new way of doing things. And of course, we did like everybody else. We start going virtual because we got to be heard. We got to be seen. We have got to get the message out that um. It's still, no matter where we are, we still need the community. So that it was challenging at first. And in being a an organizer, an activist, uh, what do you find it hard to kind of like? Ha, do do you find yourself explaining yourself over and over again to those people who don't quite get what you're doing? Because I'm sure there's people just like, what are you doing that for? Right? The naysayers. Right. Well, we don't keep explaining ourselves because we are the change we want to see. We're out there doing it. So if you can't, if you if that is not enough for you to see us doing something, then you're not, you, you ain't going to never know. Uh, I was just like this song, if you don't know by now, you'll never know. So we're, we be, uh, you know, we're out in the community. We're just out here doing it. I mean, right before COVID, we was um, in the process of going into the, to the school system, our public schools, and um, helping the children. And, you know, they had a, 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 a test that they had to take. And we had things planned for them that if they uh, study hard and make their scores, if their scores went up, we was going to give them a little party at school and have the food trucks and have the uh, bouncers and have things out there. And they was very excited about it. So we're out here and we just just trying to make a difference. I mean, I, I feel like I asked this before, but I think because we need to understand that mentoring can change lives, yes. you know. You've stated the testimony, and I'm sure there's not not just thousands, hundreds. You get what I'm saying? That you have created a domino effect in people's lives, right? You've right. created wonderful husbands and wives and just right. family. And 
What is something that if a a, a teenager is listening and, you know, because, you know, they kind of do their own thing and their parent is not, you know, they probably feel like mentoring, uh, you know, and they want to reach out. Would they be able to reach out to your organization? Yes, they yes, they can. They can come through my, my website or my Facebook page and my phone numbers is on my um, website and they can ask for help because not only do we help the children because it started with the children and then we migrate to the parents because if you want positive change if you want a change and you want a positive change you have to mentor the whole family that's the only way you're going to get changed because you know when i was thinking about it at first we were helping the children but then they go home to the same same thing so you want to know what we're not getting to them until that environment change the kids still gonna be the same but if you really want to make change you got to go into that home and make an impact in that home then you can make an impact in those children so give us a call we'd be glad to have you (laughs) i promise they they better take you than social (laughs) workers you know how the state is I don't care what's going on. They don't want to hear about nothing. They don't want to hear you hungry. It's just, oh, we coming to take your children, you know? Well, and and so- that's another thing that we did that we do. A lot of the women that, um, you know, how they may have run out of stamps or food, whatever, they will call us and then just tell us that they're hungry. And our goal was to keep the family together. This way they won't have to go into foster care because they had a mentor, somebody to hold you accountable. We would give you food and we'll take a list of the food that we give, gave you. And then when your benefits come, you had to buy that and give it back for another family. So we're teaching you how to give back, not just to receive, but how to give back, how to be responsible. And, you know, we have people come out and uh, we, well, we have a little training to teach you how to do your finances as a single person, because a lot of these people are young and they don't know how to you know, balance things. But we're here. We let you know we're here. We're here. We're going to help you. And we're going to get you through it. Because every family needs to be together. They don't need to be in foster care. You can do this. We just what we tell them. You can do this. You got it. And we're going to help you. You are such a beautiful woman inside. No, not a woman. Grandma said <laughs> anybody can be a woman. You are such a beautiful lady. This lady has class. Lady inside and out. And I want to know, what motivates you? Who motivates you? My mother, she, she she did a great job. I mean, I like I said, I did not know just how much of an impact she had because, you know, when you, you know, you, you're trying to do your own thing when you're young. But she kept saying it. You got to help people, you know, and, 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 and um. It, it all of us I know you know I talk about my sisters more than I do my brothers because I'm close to my sisters you know but you know we all that's what we do I mean I say she really really touched us so much that everybody is out doing something she's a phenomenal woman <laughs> as you are sis as you are too I did want to ask you do you have any advice for others who would love to start an organization like yourself, the things that you've accomplished, what advice would you give them? Well, I will give them the advice that um, 
if it's something that's in your heart to do, do it. It's gonna it's it's gonna be hard because a lot of times you don't get all the help that you need when you're a nonprofit. You have to stay with it. Sometimes the people don't even act like they're supposed to act. Um, the people that you're helping, you know, sometimes, you know, they'll show up, sometimes they won't, but you got to stay consistent. You got to um, make your presence known in the community. You got to show love to the people. And if you do those things, you, you, you'll be great. Beautiful. Do you possess any other talents that we don't know about? <laughs> uh, let me see. Other talents. Well, I like to motivate uh, I like to do motivational speaking, especially to the youth. Um, when I had my daycare, we had an affirmation that we had to, that they had to say every day, and that really helped those little babies. You know, I like to start young, raising them up, letting them know there's nothing too hard for you. And 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 our number one thing is that we taught them about God and how to give Him that respect, and we showed them how. Um, you know, just the things that I saw in them that they was holding back on gave affirmation on it. And those children soared. Uh, when they left us, all our kids was reading, you know, at four years old, they was reading because, they, you know, the thing about it is you can do it. You're a winner and everybody likes to win. So when I told them that you're a winner, they automatically believed it and they start winning. Beautiful, beautiful. Now, what I did want to ask you was, I wanted to ask you, are there things that you wish that parents would do more for their children or for themselves? Well, I think that uh, I would like for parents to really look on the inside of themselves and see what it is that holding them back because everybody has a fear. Everybody has something that they think they're not good at. But if they will take that good look inside of themselves and figure out what it is and then go get help in that area. Because everybody needs somebody to, to help them. You know, I keep telling people nobody can, in this world can live by themselves. We all need help. And, and, and I really want people to know there's nothing wrong with asking for help. Where would you like to see your organization? In the next few years, if not a few months, right? Let's let's speed up the timeline. <laughs> where, where would you like to see things fl flourish for you guys? Well, I would like to, to see us in the school system because, you know, that's, that was something we was trying to get into before uh, COVID came. I would like us to be in a school system. I would like for us to, because we also mentor, um, not only mentor, but we tutor children. I want to see the children that was make, that are making lower grades know and see that they can make good, better grades. You know, it's, everything's about how much time you put into it. If a little kid can learn lyrics, a whole lyrics to a song, then they can learn. That lets me know you can learn. So my, I want to be in the school system. I want to be in the community. I want want us to be there being actively letting kids know because um, they can learn. They can learn. And, you know, when people pour into children, children will perform for you. They will. And there is there anything that you yourself would love to tell, not just the audience, but because this 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 recording is forever, ever, 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 right? 
Mm-hmm. Your great grandbaby. Your your past blood. Your future. Forgive me. Your future bloodline. What do you want them to know about you? What I want them to know that I am a God fearing woman who loves God's people, and not only did I love them in the heart, but I actually got out there amongst them and showed them the love of God. I want them to know that um, anybody can make a difference. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from. Anybody can make a difference. I always tell people it ain't where you start, it's where you finish. We can we can start from humble beginnings, but if you put your mind to it, it you can be whatever you want to be. I just want them to know that all things are possible. And we all have different paths of getting there. Everybody ain't got to go down the same path to get there, but we all have a path. And you find your path and stick with it. And tell them how to find you before we head out. Community Outreach Mentoring Services. Um, that's our webpage. And Community Outreach Mentoring. Well, come serve com- slash Community Outreach Mentoring is our is our Facebook page. And our phone number is on our uh, webpage. And you can give us out a, a shout out. We'll be glad to see what can we do. And I'd love for you to remind them about your February 19th uh, event. February the 19th, we're having Move With Heart. This is our shirt, Move With Heart, because I, everybody needs to move. Everybody needs to get out and do some form of exercise to help this heart get stronger. And we're going to have speakers. Uh, it's going to be virtual. And on our flyer, Miss um, Cindy is going to go ahead and she says she's going to post that. So um, at the bottom, our link is on there, how you can join us. And we're asking that everybody who can to join us. You are truly a beautiful, beautiful Lady, oh my gosh, is there any final thing that you wanted to let the audience uh, or the fans know before we head out? Well, I I would like um, to ask people who want to support us in donations that they can uh, do it by um, cash app, dollar sign, come serve. We're asking that people will support us as well as with their presence and their money, because we're out here doing the work and we're making difference in people's lives. I love it. I love it. Uh, I want to thank you for being a just inspirational and amazing. Like it's not every day you get to speak to people that's about the people. You really don't. Everybody's for self. And I really want you to know, I appreciate you. And I thank you. Um, Newt's mom. Uh, (laughs) And so I really, really appreciate you. You've been listening to On the Wake Up Radio. This is the hour. And we thank you. Sign up for OTWTube.com. Uncensored free speech platform. Catch this replay on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, otwtube.com uh mrs morgan is going to put it on her facebook page i'll make sure that when i play this song it's cut out so they don't get upset with her and shut her down for 30 days even though you can put it on mine and it won't be a problem 
<laughs> problem because <laughs> they have rules and regulations. But nonetheless, I am grateful you stopped by to give us a holla. Thank you. Come along. Come along. To victory Thanks for keeping the lights on, Diane. Cindy Ashley On the wake up. Just get your body to move. Won't stop till we shake the room, yeah. Just get your body to move. Why do I need to? Why do I need to? Then on the wake up play. Won't stop till they hear what we say, yeah. www.uncensoredfreespeechplatform.com